0: Hi, and welcome back to the Christian Ambassador Podcast with myself, Robin. You know, yesterday in the episode um, released um, called The Vaccine and 666, that is episode one of season two of the Christian Ambassador Podcast, I was, insp- I was really flowing quite a lot. Um, In one particular direction, I was really talking, I think, extensively, not so extensively, not in detail, and definitely not in a scientific manner. But what I did do is that I tried my level best uh, as simply as I could. You know, again, I just gave it a shot, you know, (laughs) that's a vaccine joke, clearly. Yeah. And so basically I gave it uh, an overview, I think. And I felt like everybody could listen to that and understand what the vaccine is. And I hoped that uh, I would have come out of that um, podcast episode having managed, you know, to inspire or rather encourage somebody to um, get vaccinated. And um, truly and honestly, um, I also believe in one thing and that is conscientious objection that is uh, what that means is that I totally believe in somebody saying that their beliefs whatever they hold to be true um, doesn't allow them to get vaccinated and for that reason um, I hold up my hand and I say hold on to your belief you know, nobody should force anybody to do anything against their beliefs. I, I, I that's what I subscribe to. However, here's me, right now, and uh, as a Christian, uh, young person um, in Africa, I want to talk about um, what we, what say, everybody has been hearing, and I feel the biggest thing about. Um, the information that we've gotten over the past year or so is that it's in part riddled with misinformation. And I think it's very important for us as Christians at least to have the right information. I think as Christians, we need to be informed. Now, yesterday, again, I'm not a scientist, and I urged people yesterday in in the previous episode to do the relevant and necessary work and go out and ask a qualified uh, doctor say go out and talk to a scientist talk to somebody who's you know acutely aware don't you know i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say something that has been further uh, re-emphasized to me by Um, nurses who who are striking in South Africa's public health system and you're saying to yourself why are nurses striking uh, when it comes to getting a vaccine you listen to some of what what they're saying and you can clearly gather that nurses don't even know what a vaccine is and that is alarming in and of itself but let's not you know badger Um, nurses about what they do and do not know but let's rather focus on the fact that we all of us have this um, ability and access hopefully uh, barring any hindrance to information we can google information readily and mind you the smart thing to do you know is to aim for finding the positive and finding the negative so that you concretely come up with a fair opinion. There's people who are for the vaccine and there's people who are against the vaccine. There's also a better way of going about this. And that is to do this. Again, the smart thing is to listen to uh, a news source if, if that's what you do. If you don't read, listen to a news source that you feel would be relatively objective about this conversation again even though we know there is media polarity meaning there's people who talk about one extreme and neglect the other side you guys and everybody in the world i believe we all have a responsibility to keep um, pace with the happenings of the world we need to keep pace We need to know what's going on in the world because we are part of it. We are in this together. We are a, you know, we're literally a family and we are literally a human race. We belong to one identifiable species. We are on this home planet of ours together. So we need to be aware about what's happening to our brothers in different parts of the world. And that obviously, gets rid of all the ignorance that we love to hold on so tightly to it lets that go and it invites us to understand a little bit more about our brothers and sisters today i just feel that it's important that i as i said yesterday in the other episode that i should Uh, Maybe talk a little bit just a little bit because I am moved, you know, I guess you can hear it I don't know if you can I am moved to talk about 666, you know again I was on this Twitter space and the level of discussion was horrendous it was below par and And so basically I was very disappointed simply put I was very disappointed and I really Love it when Christians are able to talk about these types of discussions openly and freely. Not to to, to go down this path of um, being sentimental about things. Okay? Really being all personal about things. Personally. Personally. When it comes to my theories, I, I put them out there yesterday. I put my personal theories. I put my... Idea out, but today I'm gonna do a different thing, an absolutely different thing. Today I'm gonna give a biblical understanding of what this fear um, or this scary idea is, and that's six six six. Now, first and foremost, one thing that should just be out of, uh, be out there in the in the in the open before we trudge on and we go forward is this um clarification that we all know i think we should know that there are things in the book of revelation that we don't understand for good reason and i think it's not just to suggest that they are of no significance or that they are less important to dwell on that's not my initial um interpretation of the, the reason why we don't know enough about certain parts is obviously this thing of, uh, you know, aspects of Revelation and uh, it being so imaginary and rather, you know, in, in part very obscure, you know. In part, we really don't understand what uh, is meant, what is truly being spoken about. And, we you know... There I believe God will reveal these mysteries closer to time this is my own personal belief say even about the deeper and less um, obvious aspect of what 666 is but I won't leave you there we are actually gonna talk about this let's get into it you know first and foremost Again, because everything is just first and then foremost, is that we understand that uh, the book of Revelations is a prophecy. So it's a prophetic um, uh, revelation. Uh, How can I put it simply? Basically, we got a person here. His name's John. And he's visited by this angelic or heavenly being. And this heavenly being, now again, we're just being coy here for now because... It could clearly be Jesus. It could clearly be the Holy Spirit. But let's just focus on this visitation, and this visitation takes John up, and John now is put into this into this experiential, um, you know, trance, so you could say, and he's now seeing all of this. I think that's what we can just hold on tight. To what this is it is a prophecy and you know it happens so many times it reminds me now because I've just read also the book of Daniel I think it's chapter 12 and then you go to the book of Daniel right there at the very end um, I really could be getting this wrong chapter 12 I think it's chapter 9 or something so you go at the end of the book of Daniel and Daniel really asks he asks God he said, "God." what does all of this mean i mean you've just shown me something that i'm just like what on earth man like what are you talking about man and then god just says yo just go away you know take a few paces to the left and just bounce man just go away you know i'm not gonna tell you i'm not gonna tell you what all of this is you rest my buddy you chill my guy and you just take it easy take it easy all will be revealed. And that's even to the degree that which we un- we come to understand. That even the prophets themselves, the major prophets, the people who received this information, don't even know what exactly God was telling them. They don't know exactly. They don't know precisely. But they did their work. They were faithful to God. And they told of They told in absolute detail what God showed them. They told it, and they spoke it, and there we have it. Mind you, the reason why, as Christians, I mean, obviously, we we take on board uh, these prophetic uh, utterances because we we have, how can I put it, we have already, lived through much of what has been spoken of already so we take the word of the prophets who have spoken as real because it has actually come to pass now say for example we are now we can actually identify our period we can identify where we are in respects to what has been spoken of by the prophets so now you know, this is another idea about trying to interpret, say, even revelations, is that people are trying to figure out where are we currently in terms of revelation. And um, personally, I don't want to dwell too much on this, but I really just want to smooth through this this podcast episode, get it done and dusted. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, I think hopefully, I would have answered a few um niggling issues let's see let's see if i can manage it pray for me i pray that the holy spirit uh comes down opens your ears opens my heart opens my mind enables us all to have true understanding i hope i will gain understanding too because you know i wrote this uh in preparation you know i just had to write it I, i i didn't feel like i could just flow and I really hope that what comes out is true. And I don't aim at all to lie. I don't aim at all to, to be misleading. I aim fully to stick to the Word. And that's exactly what I will be doing. So let's just get into it, I think. Here's this. I believe, you know, when it comes to 666, you know, there's a lot of fear. That's what I believe. And uh, it's, it's important. It's important to understand what people are afraid of. You know, this practice uh, in Revelation, uh, wherein uh, there will be a seal, you know, on your right arm or on your forehead, is a very interesting idea. Now, this seal is said to be, say, some kind of proof of ownership or loyalty to the beast. Now, for, for the sake of this, this conversation, I think it's important that we, we identify that this beast is uh, well uh, 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 described as a person, okay? A human being, yeah? Are we, are we together? That, that person is identifiable. It's a human being, all right? And there is a concept, all Christians, I believe, we need to understand And it is that uh, human beings, all right, can be and are influenced, okay, by the things of the spirit, okay? Our bodies and our minds are deeply linked, okay, to our spiritual realities. Now, if we just keep holding on to these concepts, these ideas firmly, I think we'll get a picture. We'll get a picture. So this mark, okay, this sign is clearly deeply spiritual it's it's not just random all right now focus focus i think and so we we have this understanding about that that here then there's a contrasting that is happening when you read um the book you will notice a contrasting so there's a there's a there's this side and there's that side there are those and there are those and these huh my English might might not be right there. But uh, if you keep reading, you know, you you'll understand that uh, there's an angel who speaks, you know, and this angel f- speaks to a to to this group or rather no, the angel speaks to other angels. I think there are three other angels or yeah, to the four other angels. And this angel speaks and this angel declares and says that there should be a sealing or a covering uh of the children or the chosen servants of god according to the tribes of israel all right now that is another deep mystery now i'd love to get into that one and uh, it's very particular and it's very interesting very interesting and to that degree, it's very interesting. You know, it really does demand its own podcast. But again, it's very important. That I think you'll find that in Revelation 7. So you just head over to Revelation 7. Go from, yeah, just check out Revelation 7. This is where I got that uh, information. This uh, time, God, you know, has set out to uh, identify his own this is now happening and god is now you know set out through this angelic utterance uh, that a sealing should be done you know so now we get to see a sealing. you know people are being sealed now we, again how are they being sealed what's happening and uh it's on the forehead okay it's like an anointing you know it's very typical of biblical speak that you know anointing and coverings and ceilings will always start from the from the top. You know, it goes from the top and so on and so forth. That's why Christ is at the top of the body. And, uh, you know, this sealing aspect, so again, I just said, there's a contrasting that you initially notice uh, in Revelations. So here you're getting, these guys are getting sealed, those gals are getting sealed, these people are being sealed, those ones are being sealed. So we get an idea that, not all is equal here, all right? Not all is the same. And so you need to differentiate through understanding what is happening, who's being sealed, what is sealing. Yeah? And uh, what's, it's very important stuff here. These concepts are very important. So now let's focus not now, but on the context and not on the total theme, I think. You know, because the, the book of revelations again, like I say, it's, it's, it's so beautiful. I love it. I mean, we've all grown up kind of thinking we should be afraid, should be scared, should be uh, shying away from reading it by ourselves. But I totally I really urge you to read it by yourself and understand it as an important book uh, in our Bible. It is one of the most beautiful books. Um, There is this um, conversation about the book. That is, um, well, it makes me happy. I, I just like the book, personally. It's not my favorite book. No, 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 no not by a long shot. <laughs> it's very imaginary and quite weird. But I, 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 just, I just like it, you know? Anyway, sorry for, for digressing there. But um, there's a clear link, okay, between the ceilings. This is what I wanted to just confirm and just, you know, let that be out there. There there will be two ty- two types of ceiling, okay? And there will be a ceiling for those of God and there will be a ceiling for those who belong to the Antichrist. I I believe that uh, that is clear. You know. Um again, the number of these people that you will read about say in chapters um 7 and 14 i think um you know the interpretation is there the interpretation is um i I feel like yeah there's just a lot to figure out is it literal or is it figurative what are we talking about here are they actual jewish people are they like the last jewish remnants um who are being separated from the Christians who are in heaven where are the Christians at this time is there a new world there's really a lot that will you know will require God to reveal and God has been doing that and we have come to fully see and really try and identify these mysteries we're doing quite well with God's help but Like I say, right now, I'm not really focusing on this nitty-gritty aspect of the number of people being sealed. I'm really just trying to get us to this point where we all kind of understand that there is a a group of people who are being sealed and another group of other people who are not being sealed. And these sealings that are happening are very important. Okay, and uh, we will get into. We'll just keep discussing it in it. I um, here would just like to keep focusing on just us remembering that this is a prophecy, right? And in this prophecy, the main feature. Um, this is the book of Revelations. Okay, we need to focus on the idea that victory is the conclusion. Okay, and if anything, the existence of man during this time, I think, is absolutely undesirable. Um, What am I saying when I say that? I feel like nobody should want to be alive during this time, and uh, people's excitement, so it seems, you know, about uh, revelations being tomorrow, 2020, whatever, is really puzzling to me because I don't personally want to be around during all of this. This is not really it's not being put as like, you know, today. It's not really being described as this fairy tale um, time. It's not really, not necessarily. If anything, it reminds me of what Christ said. You know, Christ said, "In the last days, yeah, things are just going to get harder. And that hardship is not exciting to me. You know, if you're already feeling hard pressed right now, a bit tired right now, I can tell you for free. If you read your Bible, this period in time is not exciting. It's, gonna, it's harder than right now. That's for a fact. And it's, a, it's for a fact because Christ says so. And so if anything, I'm, I just would like to encourage right now briefly people to really just shy away from acting so excited. You know what I mean? I just feel like people are in anticipation for this day so badly, and I just I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just feel like they just I don't know to chill a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I hope that I have tried. I've simplified this um, seal conversation, and in respects to what the seal represents and what it is and. But really here, if we just get into, you know, just the wording of this word, you know, this the word seal, the linguistics of it all. I think by our Christian language, you know, which is obviously very specific. Uh, what, what's the word? How would you put it? It's very unique to how we speak. The seal here, as my, as I understand it, is an authentication. huh? It's like a key card, you know. It's like um, it's like a thing you use to go through something. It's a thing that's very visible. It's evidence, okay, both on Earth and in heaven, okay. That's what I believe. I believe that this seal is an expression. It conveys authority. It conveys some kind of identity, you know. It sets people apart. It's very much so. It'll be seen. It's. important that i would believe very much so that the sealing that will happen will be a a very visible and evidential meaning people it it will be seen especially the 666 seal it won't be like i i feel like i've refuted it beyond you know doubt that it will not be a vaccine which is being injected inside your body no i that is not in any way evidential enough, that is not clear in the Bible as to that is exactly what that is. What is very clear is that the sealing, the six-six seal, six-six-six seal, or this marking of the beast, will be this obvious, obvious thing. This is just I will, I will keep emphasizing this. Um, I think I think people just need to just shy away from the vaccine being the the 666 Uh, so let's just keep talking about it and you know as this differentiation stands still that there are or there will be and there is presently a differentiation between those who will be sealed by this antichrist marking And those who are sealed in Christ we need to set apart these identities this is very important we need to set apart these identities I think we also need to understand um, you know that this apocalyptic book you know is here to explain or give uh, some picture of what is to happen the future our future Concerning the universe. This idea, I feel, is first found in how the psalmists have, you know, really spoken or continue to speak, even through us today, as we utter the Psalms about the nature of God and how He is, you know, this omnipresent, omnipotent, omnificent God. The psalmists, you know, they speak so well about. The nature of God and so we we take from that and we get into this apocalyptic revelation book um, a sense a sense and an understanding okay about God Uh, this is important this is very important we get the sense that God is in control you know that's initially what we get we get that he's a value-based God and his values are moral okay they're mor- morally represented by his nature. Uh, and I would say much of God's nature is of justice. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a loving God. You know, he seeks out to do things through love. And I mean, the book of Revelations is meant to continue down the path of all the major prophetic uh, utterances where we get a, a, like a full understanding of God's plan for all of humanity. And there, in Revelations, Revelations, mind you, is the only prophetic book uh, you know in, in the New Testament. Um, say, the other prophet in the New Testament was Jesus himself. Um, you could say, easily, I would urge you to do so, you know, claim that Paul and every other disciple had the, the ability to prophesy. That the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord was very present in their lives. And they did prophesy. And uh, this is very plausible. But the book of Revelations is just the only uh, prophetic book in uh, the New Testament. So that is also very cool but then you must look at it uh, as a book that really, in many ways, just does move in line with what the other major prophets uh, were speaking about and what, they, what was revealed to them. Say, what Isaiah heard, what uh, Jeremiah heard, what uh, Daniel heard, what Ezekiel heard, and Hosea and, and everybody else. These all received from god this revelatory um apocalyptic understanding of god's plan for humanity they all received this understanding for what god intends to do not just for israel but for all of humanity i think that's also very important i think if we just keep going forward here 666 is concretely linked to a man a human being who i would describe as a future global dictator who is a totalitarian leader who will lead some type of multi-ethnic identity of people identities of people uh which will be I don't know what it would be, and you know I have my own kind of conspiracy ideas, you would call them, but they're really just an understand, an attempt to understand how could this actually come to pass? How could this be real? How could there ever? How will there be a multi-ethnic? Because that's just clearly where we're going, you know, and we we are in anticipation for such a such a such a what's the word plurality of persons uh, living in some kind of cosmopolitan type of global society you know it's not to get too politicky about it but we're gonna keep seeing more and more people integrating into different societies and so what this leader will be like will be fascinating It reminds me of this one National Geographic um, magazine edition where they were like kind of doing like this, uh, what do you call it, this editorial about what it would be like or what will America look like in a certain uh, period in time. And obviously the um, idealized images were of these mixed-raced people you know that (laughs) that all looked the same actually but anyhow this person will be some will definitely be as the book tells us the revelations uh will be a political type figure very much so to me a dictator very much so international very much so in control of economics very much so we will that's who 666 is that's who he is. So 666 is a person. I hope we're, we're together. I hope we are together. And mind you, all of this will be clear. All of this will be obvious because he will be an opponent, okay? Alongside other elements as they are made mention. Just read Revelations. Uh, again, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty because it's very it's very speculatory there again but we're just I'm, I'm making the point the point is being made that 666 is gonna be obvious and 666 is obviously not a, not an injection it's not the vaccine it is a person 666 is a person so that's that's very clear and that's very obvious when you read the book of revelations for yourself for yourself, not through your man of God, but for yourself. If you go to the book of Revelation, 666 clearly is, you will find out. So you do that and not by just what I'm saying. Open the Bible, just maybe do that right now and find out what 666 is. And uh, just go to, I think it's chapter 13. And if I'm not mistaken, it should be verse... 17 or 18 I'm not sure But again Go to chapter 13 This is where all The 666 stuff Is at anyway So just go there Check it out You come back Tell me Tell yourself Tell the person You know and love What you think 666 is After reading that chapter For yourself Because I'm I'm reading it For myself And now we're Discussing it I think that's What we're doing I think that's What we're doing and uh, again, without trying to gloss over the absolute disaster that's going to be this period in time, it's just important to really kind of, just for the purpose of the time that we're living in right now, this COVID-19 period, this moment in time, which again, I personally can hold to the idea that, say, if we were living in ancient times we would obviously call this a plague that is rav that is ravishing you know the world you know it's it's coming against people and it's bad it's brought so much death it's brought so much pain and so much sorrow and so much grief that you know we need to heal we need a revival we need a rest we need restoration we need a regeneration we need the spirit of the lord to pour down We need healing. That is very clear. And healing will not come by us doing this thing of being these people who are wasting time debating a simple thing. A simple thing such as this. And Revelations is is a book that, you know, we don't spend any time if not, you know, (laughs) if if not even a minute in church sometimes just talking about it properly not based on some other person's interpretation but properly as is as is if anything i'd i'd love it if like churches would do this thing or would have an open roaming mic you know Sunday, four Sundays consecutively, you ask the church, what do you guys think about what we're reading? What are you understanding about what this inter- what is in this passage? Really just hashing out this prophecy? You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed, I think. I personally think this is necessary. more discussions in the church, people actually gaining understanding together because right now, It's a mess. I personally just really do wonder what Bibles people are reading. I don't know. Maybe even me saying right now, go read the Bible might just not be useful to some people because I clearly have no idea what Bibles people are reading. I'm reading the King James, the new King James uh, Bible version. That's what I read. So maybe follow through that Bible. Uh, If you have a Bible app, that could be useful too. So, basically, when you get to this idea of this six 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 individual, this dictator leader, political leader, you have to understand something very important: that this person will come as an antichrist, the antichrist, in 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 in, in full. Okay, this person is just opposing Jesus. That's really what is very important he will exalt himself against jesus christ that's exactly what he's gonna do this won't be this hidden thing man and and the thing is he won't he will come as this person who has accepted everything that the devil has offered jesus now jesus if you remember in the 40 days has rejected what remember everything that the devil offered jesus antichrist will accept those things and he will do exactly what jesus christ did not do are you with me so antichrist will gain every single thing that jesus did not gain through the devil but antichrist will That is another clear indication here. Now we will be careful again still. We can talk about this if you don't understand. Or rather, we will talk about this in a more clarified way if that is necessary. And this Antichrist will exalt himself. He will state that he is opposed to all other things that are called God. So all gods. So if you are into Buddha... He will exalt Himself over Buddha. If you are into Krishna, He will exalt Himself over Krishna. If you are into, you know, the Abrahamic God, our Father, He will exalt... Now, mind you, what, say, in different faiths, He will exalt Himself over the knowledge of Muhammad. He will exalt Himself, okay? And He will exalt Himself, especially in the Christian domain, over Christ as... We understand Christ. Now, this is where it gets very important. Um, However, however, it is understood from, again, many interpretations that he will, Antichrist, call himself, you know, indirectness to God. Like he will claim that he has a relationship with God, that he knows God. This is another thing that will that is also very tricky, but we we'll keep talking about this. But the point here is the, the understanding that we need to have about Antichrist and how dangerous it will be to not have, say, this amount of information about who Antichrist is for those who will be alive during this time. And even right now, this is another important point. There is the spirit of Antichrist. So thus, it is clear and important to say that people are exhibiting the spirit of Antichrist. And we can talk about that again as well. But let me briefly just say, there are people who are Christians and they are exhibiting the spirit of Antichrist. Many are not even Christians anymore. And I don't know if that's a good thing. But many of them have left the faith and they are practicing witchcraft. They are practicing the occult. They are exhibiting the spirit of Antichrist. Then there are other people who are still in the faith who are also exhibiting the spirit of Antichrist. These people are in churches and they are erecting churches where they speak in line with the spirit of Antichrist in churches they call them churches and for the purpose of not being offensive and remaining in love while i continue this discussion i won't name these churches but we will just have to do our understanding do our due diligence about what does it what what does it mean for anybody to exhibit the spirit of Antichrist, so the mark of the beast. Okay, let's just let's just talk about that. It's clearly Antichrist, and my goodness, we will be given this thing, or this um, thing will be made known very explicitly. Okay, and it'll be given to people who are loyal to this entity to this individual it'll be clear this won't be hidden uh but come on this is something that i feel like we need to be aware of it will be the most obvious thing okay it won't be a medical implementation into your body it will be seen it will be known it will be a thing that clearly associates people to this specific individual it won't be a secret okay it will be clear 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 as day it is the times themselves will be obvious these things we will, will everybody everybody in that time this will be very very clear people will consciously receive this mark they will they will go and they'll fetch the mark they'll receive the mark and this will be done so that they, it will it will clearly identify and associate them as was stated because this will be a public affair because of this global totalitarian dictator who will have opposed himself against all things that are called god this will happen this will happen in such a way that it won't be um, debated it will be there to see and you know i don't want to be there actually but it will happen and it will be obvious it won't be hidden and again, and I would say, say lastly, but not uh, finally, 666, is, it's, it's just not a thing. Okay? It's not a thing. It is a person. This is my conviction. It is not a thing. It's a person. Once you get that right, you will stop saying 666 is the vaccine. I think that will happen. Because people are tempted. You know, those who had the wisdom they had it and then they lost it for a minute and they did this thing where they said bill gates was 666 I'm sad because you know I, I personally i don't know bill gates but i just didn't necessarily think that he had it in him <laughs> uh anyway i'm joking there but honestly no it's not i don't think it's bill gates so let's just not do that so again you read the bible once and you will be aware i think that all these false teachings that have been given by these preachers who are going around, you know, teaching that 666 is a thing. I think these people are obviously guided by the spirit of deception. That's my personal belief. And I believe that these people need to repent for the harm that they are causing. That's what I believe. But for now, let me just focus on the hope factor. We need to establish hope in one another right now okay this whole discussion we need to bring it back to the hope we have in christ a christian okay is a simple person who knows the truth okay and is in love with the truth a christian aims to live a life in truth that's what i believe they live a life in truth and in spirit So that their lives may be okay in constant worship with the living God in Christ Jesus forever. This is my belief. Uh, At any moment, you could just disagree. That's fine. I believe a Christian. Okay, say as Paul puts it. I love this. What Paul says. He says is established in Christ. Is anointed by God and god has sealed christians okay and has given christians the holy spirit in their hearts and in their minds as a guarantee a sure thing that more blessings in the spirit are to come for them okay they will get more blessings in the spirit this is christians paul says this and i believe paul when he says this He says this and that they will have as believers eternal life in christ now i hope you believe this i hope you believe this now this message leads me to speak about you know this topic of 666 and just really just really focus here and just go what has it done to the church i believe it has caused so much fear i believe it has caused so much hatred I believe it has caused so much division amongst believers the Spirit of God the Holy Spirit as a seal for all creations okay is seen through all of us through each one of our gifts in Christ are you with me each and every one of us has a gift in Christ we need to press on to our gifts we need to stop being lazy and being self-interested and being selfish in Christ we need to stop all of that come closer to what the Spirit of God has for you are you a teacher are you able to teach the Word of God are you a prophet can you prophesy are you willing to prophesy on behalf of God Hmm? are you an apostle I believe many people are are you a pastor i believe many many people are i believe that there are evangelists who are unaware that they are evangelists gifted to do this work i'm asking where are we all in this moment in time where are we all right now who's giving a good teaching who's evangelizing those who are doing so are doing so tirelessly, but they're not being heard because be, their voices are being shrouded and clouded by this perpetual flood of noise about 666 and vaccines and the division that is being caused, the fear that is being brought in, the div- the, 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 the hatred that's being sparked in people's hearts. To hate those who get the vaccine, it's bad and it's absolutely horrendous behavior i mean all of these members of the of the body of christ all of these gifts that have been given to all of us once we take hold of these gifts by accepting them these are free gifts once we accept them their purpose is simple it's to unify us to unify us under christ paul says this he says we no longer or rather we should no longer be like children now I don't know what kind of insult this is to children, but you know, he says this, don't be tossed back and forward, okay? By the wind of doctrine, by tricks of men, cunning craftiness of deceitful plots, but rather, man, we should speak truth in love. When we do this, this is what I believe, when we do this, we will grow, Paul says, okay? We will be edifying each other, okay? We will be lifting each other up, okay in love this is this is very important right now we're not doing that we're speaking with sharp tongues we're we're pushing each other towards opposite directions away from each other where we should be speaking a unified language and it's biblical a unified biblical language rooted in the word so all I can say is if it were possible we should shy away from speaking lies. There's so many lies that are being told right now, lies that are so unnecessary. I, th- I don't even know if there's even a necessary lie, but you know, just honestly, there's too many lies. Just way too many lies. Huh. This is um, this idea I just want to bring up right now, and uh, First John, chapter four verse 1 to 3 says this beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets have gone out into the world by this you will know the spirit of God every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God every spirit that does not confess that jesus christ has come in the flesh is not of god and this is the spirit of the antichrist which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world here we understand that there is a separation between believers who believe in christ as messiah and that he has come And that he has risen and that he will come in glory not for the first time but he will come to reign victorious this is important this is very very important this is an important identification of the influence that the Antichrist will have it is a spiritual influence okay this will work to exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ the false prophets who speak fear and division into the church by giving or rather i would say failing to give christ the glory because that's what i believe they're doing when they do all this poor 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 work of distorting the truth distorting the gospel setting up their own desires ahead of god's will that's what i think they're doing i'm putting them on the stand and i'm using the wisdom and the authority of god to judge them because it's not right it's absolutely not right And we can't just passively sit as Christians and allow it and lacking in ourselves the ability to to do the necessary due diligence of figuring out, are they telling us the truth? And if we are children of the truth, we need to contest their false prophecies. We need to contest their false teachings because their spirit that is speaking through them is a spirit of error and we cannot allow such erical spirits to work themselves in the body of Christ. I mean, I'm asking, these people to me, they don't speak as people who have heard from God. I, they don't speak like this, but we, on the other hand, we cannot be dis, dis, we can never be disinterested ever. We will forever be people who will confess Christ. And we will do what he commands us to do. And that is to love. We will love more than ever in this period. We will love one another. Why? Are you asking me why? Why should we love? I'll tell you exactly why we should love. Because there is no fear in love. Because perfect love casts out all fear. Because if we do hold on to fear which involves torment we too shall die die like these who are listening to these irritable spirits who have turned away from God and are cleaving on to the spirit of deceit and lies that is not who we are we are children of God children of light children of life and as our Lord and our Redeemer our Savior Christ Jesus has commanded us to do to love we will love and we will cast out all fear we will not be afraid we will not be afraid you will have faith and you will be obedient in faith you and I we will be obedient in faith we'll stand in the faith that God has given us our faith measure will keep us going forward we will be safe we will be secure in his love whether you take the vaccine or not hold on to the faith hold on to your true love as you are commanded to do hold on to the faith believe in who God is do not believe in lies believe in who God is you know the Bible says this you know in this conviction that I have it says if someone says but I love God But hates their own brother. That person is a liar. Cannot love God and then hate the people who are making vaccines. No, no, no. You cannot do that. You are a liar. So watch yourself. Or like Ice Cube said, check check, check yourself before you rickety wreck yourself. I don't know why I did that. One thing I like about Jesus is that he said this. He said, abide in me okay abide in me there's a song I love it so much stay in me settle in me sink deeper in me Jesus says and I will do the same within you how beautiful is that if you do first Christ will do uh, exactly he will match you he will match your efforts you know what I love about God the most is that sometimes he doesn't even need us to do such heavy lifting he will inspire us to 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 you know to to what's the kind of word excite our spirits and our spirits are so thirsty for him so hungry for him that you know by God they our spirit wants to cleave on to its maker wants to cleave on to something that is familiar to itself but what do we do We, we are relying on our fleshly bodies our decaying bodies which obviously oh man Oh man, we cannot do that. That is a lost, hopeless cause. That is a body of decay. You know, Jesus promises this, that in Him we will bear fruit and that we shall be able to do all things through Him. I love that, don't you? Didn't God say that all things are possible in Him and the impossible is possible in Him? I think it is possible that in God people will take the vaccine and healing will come back into the world it won't be perfect but it will come back healing will come back we will be able to do things relatively as much as we could have in the past again this is what i believe but right now we're still stuck aren't we all still stuck to the pressures to the demands of governments are doing their best i believe if i have no hope in governments then i should have no hope in societies you know but i do i have some level of hope it's not great hope but it's some you know that they are trying you know that they are trying to 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 really and i believe you know this is what i believe actually i believe that in this present moment in time Given the major attack that has happened against the church. This kind of effort right now to get people relatively vaccinated so as to enable, you know, um, things to get back to, to where they kind of were. And if anything, and I said it in the last episode, we really shouldn't, get it, shouldn't be getting back to how things were as stupid people just really just not taking any precaution we should get back to how things should be which is you know if you if you are feeling a bit sick you shouldn't come to to a public space you should be granted the freedom to stay home and nurse yourself and at the same time people need to learn to keep washing their hands and observing hygienic behaviors that is to me something that just was not happening in like the necessary like I don't know, amounts like it just wasn't happening enough right now into this, going into the future, no matter what, that is the new normal. We need to start cleaning our hands. We need to, you know, stop hugging each other when we're sick. We need to do the right thing. And with this vaccine, a lot can happen that can actually bring about a better change to how we used to live. This is hope. And you have to have this hope because this hope is from Christ that we as people could live better lives if we did the right things by each other this is where the command of love comes in if you're sick you don't come to 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 work to school to church and you don't infect other people and you don't put other people at risk you're showing them love that is my belief i don't know what you think about that let me know i know you know when you ask people Are you ever aware about the Spirit, uh, the fruits of the Spirit that are promised in Christ Jesus? These are the fruits of the Spirit. We should never forget them. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and above all, self-control. These things are so important. These fruits are so important. Even now, even today, they give us our stability as identifiable children of God who walk in the Spirit. To Timothy, Paul says this, The solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are His. And let anybody who names the name of Christ depart from all iniquity, from all wickedness, from all dishonesty. I believe in this message. You know, it puts to rest All these ideas that we have heard, that have caused us fear and confusion. I trust and I have in this very simple, simple idea. And if I've given it in in, in the most brief way, I hope I've addressed it sufficiently still. This is the idea about the Mark of the Beast. This is the idea about the Antichrist. And for all it's worth, I pray that God will help us as Christians. To rid ourselves of all these false interpretations and to be attracted to the Bible, attracted to the Word, meditating on it daily, I pray this will be the portion of all children and that our only source will be it, the Bible, so that we can understand and so that God may open our ears, may open our eyes, may open our heart, may open our minds to what He is saying about us and about the future And yes this future which is ours steeped and bundled in hope for all and every single one who believes in Jesus Christ alone the one begotten Son of God who has given us this Holy Spirit Holy Spirit who is for us we must believe that this future is our future in victory In Christ who will reign in glory over all and his kingdom which will be made manifest here on earth this is our hope this is our hope our hope is not purely in man it is in Christ Christ who is in charge who is in all who is through all and by all things were made the beginning and the end he alone is our true hope we will hold on to him day in and day out our future depends on him i want to thank you again for tuning in to the podcast i pray that god blesses you still and that he heals you from all your pains your mental pains your psychological pains your physical pains and whatever spiritual pains you may be going through and that he empowers you right now to be ready to do all the work that you are purposed to do right now, in this generation, that you shall have peace, joy, and the necessary strength to get through this period of our lives. I pray so in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, brothers and sisters. Till next time. Bye. Hi there. For more content, follow us on Facebook, and Instagram at Christian Ambassador Podcast. Hey, please also leave a review. Till next time.